Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. My name is Maggie and I want to hop on here tonight to give you the key number four for the de-stressing series. And you might be going, okay, Maggie, you're usually interviewing people. Uh, most of you know that I love teaching as well and encouraging and inspiring others. So I've been doing a little mini series on Creative Motion Network on Roku, where I am able to encourage people to de-stress their lives. And I've been doing that mostly on HAPS. But tonight I decided to hop over here and defy the whole potential uh, Facebook thing going down today. <laughs> and I thought that I would hop on here and give you all key number four. So each of these have had a key attached to it, because as you know, the broadcast is keys to your best life. And one of the things that I've seen people struggling with a lot with in the last several months, um, quite a while, people are dealing with all types of fears, uh, anxiety, depression. Um, you know, last month was suicide uh, prevention month, uh, just a lot of heaviness going on in the spirit realm and in the natural and people are being bombarded. So I've been doing these little videos helping people understand what stress does to you why we need to uh, eliminate it, reduce it, um, whatever it is you need to do to de-stress your life, not bring distress to your life, right? We know the distress is not a good thing, but de-stressing your life. And that means literally getting rid of it, doing everything you can to live at peace and uh, be healthy. So with that being said, tonight I want to talk a little bit about, and the reason I'm hopped on here is because this particular scripture really hit me strong when I was reading the word a while ago in Proverbs 12, 25. And it talks about anxiety in a man's heart or man and woman's heart uh, weighs them down, but a good word makes them glad. And I'm thinking how many people out there are giving a good word, a good report, if you will. It's very important for people to be able to um, encourage people instead of discouraging people in the times that we're living in, right? So whenever I was reading that scripture, I was like, man, that is so true that a good word makes them glad. Uh, but that, you know, the heaviness that comes in with anxiety and things like that. And also in First Peter, it talks about casting your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It's First Peter 5, 7. And I remember thinking, what does that look like? Does he really care for me? And that's why it's important for us to get in the word and see what he has to say about who we are in him, not on our own. And as we refer to in our conferences, it, it, the confidence in you, not your confidence in your flesh, but the confidence knowing that God is able to do through you what he, um, if you will submit to his will. Submission is a pretty important thing, right? Amen. So anyway, so those are two scriptures that really resonated with me. Another one, and for those of you logging on, that's Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety weighs, weighs a man's heart down, but a good word makes him glad. And first Peter 5, 7, cast on your anxieties. One version says cares, cast all your cares on him. I love that because cares, anxieties, worries, weight, uh, the, the, the world has a lot of heaviness. And so when we cast our cares on him, our anxieties on him, because he cares for us. He, it matters what you're going through. And then, of course, I, it would be amiss if I did not talk about this particular scripture tonight, Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Now, Philippians 4, um, 8, or I'm sorry, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Philippians 4, 8 is our, literally our Godfidence motto. But um, these scriptures before are pretty important because it says, do not be anxious for anything. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, let your requests be known to God. And uh, in some versions say your thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And then the peace of God <laughs> comes. And so I love that. So I want to talk to you about 
Um, five quick ways to reduce your anxiety. Now, we all know taking deep belly breaths. We've talked about that in previous videos on this topic. Uh, in addition to that, we all know that we need to stay at peace um, by putting on the full armor of God and wearing the shoes of the gospel of peace. But I want to talk to you about letting go of your past. Okay, so you've got to let go and change the way you think. If you change, there's a saying that if you change the way you think, it'll change your beliefs. And that's why the renewing of the mind is so incredibly important whenever it comes to the word of God. We need it over and over and over again because it goes in there and it washes out all of the junk and all of the lies and all of the things. And then you've also heard it said, when you change your thinking, you change your beliefs. But when you change your beliefs, you change your expectation. And your expectation should not be trusting in the flesh of what you can do, but trusting in the God in you, the Holy Spirit in you, the hope of glory, uh, you know, the paraclete that came to live on the inside of you to be able to lead and guide you into all truth. That changes your expectations. And then it changes your attitude. Oh, I'll do a whole nother broadcast on attitudes, okay? Because attitudes changes everything, right? And so if you change your attitude, you're going to change your behavior. And if you change your behavior, you're going to change your performance or the way you do things. And then when you change your performance, you change your life. Now, those are, those are things that allow you to look at letting go of the hurts and everything. So you've got to make a decision to let this go. Things don't disappear on their own. I always tell people that feelings buried alive do not die. Uh, I spent many years repressing stuff that was going on in my life when I was younger because it was too painful to deal with. And I literally would speak the words, I'm going to put that on ignore. And, uh, you know, what I was doing is I was building a whole bunch of pain and all that pain was here. And then when I was under a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety, it would come out because why? Because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so I would be speaking just like, Bleh, right. You ever been there? So, just saying, let me get a drink of my juice. But you got to make that decision and then, you know, go through the pain process and taking responsibility for what yours is and stop being a victim. You can't be victorious and be a victim at the same time. So if you're blaming others, you have to stop and say, OK, what was my role in this situation? Now, I'm not I'm not minimizing the pain you went through. OK, I've been through some junk. OK, I mean, some serious junk and that wasn't my fault. OK, however. I can change the way that I look at it. I can say, okay, what caused that person to do that to me? Because they must've been pretty jacked up. Maybe that happened to them. I don't know. I can take my thoughts captive and bring them into the obedience of Christ so that I can not be a victim. I can be victorious, right? So another thing is to focus on the present, the here and now, okay, today. You can't get today back. And if you are looking past back in the past all the time, you will not stay on course. I always use the analogy of like an airplane. If an airplane gets a teeny tiny bit off, off kilter, right? Gets just a little bit off track. It's going to end up in another destination. And if you are constantly looking over your shoulder and looking back, you know, you're going to miss something. Your life is going to shift and you're going to pivot and you're not going to hit that thing straight on that you need to be walking in. You're literally going to be turning and hit end up somewhere where you shouldn't be, right? Focus on today. You know, the Bible talks about tomorrow. It says, do not worry about tomorrow. 
It's got enough problems of its own, right? So we need to focus on the now. What can we do today? That's why in all the 12-step programs that are successful, that people that submit themselves to God and allow him to transform them, they take it one day at a time. And sometimes they have to take it one minute at a time, right? So the only person that can stop you from succeeding is you. Because you got to forgive others and you got to forgive yourself and you got to get unstuck to move forward. And these will reduce your anxiety. These will reduce your stress because you're not going to be dwelling on the things in the past. I love uh, in Isaiah where it talks about Isaiah 41, I believe, where it talks about. Uh, oh, had a brain flow. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Right. He'll strengthen us. He wants to strengthen us. He wants to strengthen you. And then it talks about, surely I will take hold of you. And with my righteous hand, I will hold you up. And, and I love in the Amplified, it talks about my hand of justice, power, and um, victory and salvation. Come on, man. That's some good stuff right there. I love it. Love it. Love it. So let's talk about the steps that I was telling you about. The steps that are going to help you kind of persevere, if you will. Number one is be aware. Be aware of what is triggering you. Be aware uh, of what is um, going on and why it's challenging. Acknowledge it. That's why acknowledging that we have a problem is generally the best place to start. And then uh, once you are aware, then you have that knowledge and then get what you need to prepare for it. Now that might look different for a lot of people. I encourage people all the time. I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in that if you have been on the earth very long and you have a pulse, then you need counseling. Okay. Because the Bible says how the multitude of counselors are safety and there's comfort, but um, you know, counseling might not be like your typical therapy type of thing. It might just be a fine tuning with a biblical counselor, like the stuff that I work with my clients and life coaching and things like that, uh, or a trusted friend and or a pastor or something out of that. You gain that wise knowledge and, and prepare yourself and then take action. Action. Faith is action. Okay. Uh, and find someone to do life with. Community is important. Accountability is huge. Having these things in your life will help reduce your stress. You know, the Bible talks about it is better two than one, right? Because God knows that we're going to get really discouraged, really, really discouraged. And we need people in our life to encourage us whenever we get down. And then that iron sharpens iron. We're able to help one another do this thing called life. And then you have to persevere. That's the next step is to per persevere. It's so important. Uh, you can't give up. Giving up is not an option. Okay. If you just logged on to this broadcast and you're like, what is she talking about? Let me just say to you, giving up is not an option. So if you're looking, um, if you're looking for a way to reduce anxiety or reduce stress, go back and watch on Creative Mission Network, the other uh, videos I did on stress and how to deal with stress. Uh, and I just want to encourage you that it doesn't have to stay that way. Uh, a lot of times in my early walk with the Lord before that, especially stress was like a norm for me. It was like everything was on high alert and it, it led me to uh, break down physically because what you go through emotionally will affect you physically if you do not deal with your emotions. And so I just want to say to you that take these keys that have been given to you in these series and look at them, evaluate them and ask yourself, is that me? Is she talking to me? Do I need to de-stress my life? Everybody needs to de-stress your life, whether that is um, we've talked about life management that helps to de-stress your life. We've talked about overcoming fear and anxiety and putting your trust in the Lord. And, uh, you know, I love the scripture in Proverbs three, five. 
might be five through eight, definitely five through seven. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Not some of it, all of it. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. One version says, make your path straight. <laughs> and so if you're doing this, you're rubbernecking and you're looking back to your past, trying to move forward, you're not going to get very far. So I just want to encourage you tonight with that key to help you with this little mini series that I've been doing on de-stressing yourself. If you're watching this on Facebook, you're probably going, I didn't see any of those videos. That's because I've been doing them primarily on the Creative Motion Network page. But I just want to come live on Facebook tonight because... Facebook had this crash thing today. And I'm like, well, if Facebook is going away forever, I'm just going to go make a splash real quick before they go out. Right. <laughs> so God bless you guys. Thank you for watching. And if you are not already uh, on Creative Motion Network, if you have a Roku stick, you can add the station. Is You go to add a channel, put in Creative Motion Network, and that channel will come up. It is a free channel as a Christian network, and I am honored to be part of that, as well as you can go to my YouTube, Keys to Your Best Life. Please uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell, and all of that, because we want to get a word of encouragement out, especially in the season that we're living in. And uh, I want to want you to know that you're not alone. A lot of people are going through a lot of things, but God is still on the throne. And he hasn't missed it. And his thoughts are on you. God bless you guys. See you next time.